You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Kyle Carnahan. He's very Irish from Ireland. He's going to get into it with us today. Startup Nation. Now, Kyle, I met at a uh, conference in Atlanta, Create Conference, just recently. And this guy was walking through all jacked up, muscles bulging, you know, just had a presence about him. He was like, hey, look at me. Look at me. And I was like, how could I not? Look at this guy. You know, anyway, it uh, turns out Kyle is just a really awesome uh, human being. And uh, then once I started chatting with him, found out what he's up to in the world and uh, started nation. You're in for a treat, man. For all you men out there that listen to my show, like literally take your ear buds or pods or whatever you use, man, and just squeeze it in a little tighter because you don't want to miss anything right now, okay? This guy's going to drop it. So Kyle is 41 years old. He's a father of five little beautiful humans. He's been married to his wife, Whitney, for 20 years now. Uh, by day, he's a fireman. He's a musician. He's a skateboarder. And he's, in a ve- he's a very effective body and mind transformation coach. Now, he started this community, this cult following called Superhuman Fathers. Think about that. Superhuman Fathers. All you men out there, don't you want to be kind of superhuman? Sometimes doesn't your life require you to be a little superhuman as a father? So he started this as an Instagram account a few years back. He created it in order to hold himself personally accountable, as he said, to stop being a jerk. Like you, like me, um, he was at times short with his kids. He was sarcastic with his wife, and he was lazy around the house. He said he would use excuses in order to get out of being his best, his best self. He said, I'm stressed from work. I need a break. I have anxiety and depression. I just need some relaxing, relaxation and downtime, right? We've all said this. And then he realized something critical. He realized 
that the more he rested, the more he dodged work, the more he put off his goals, the more he ate garbage to numb the pain, the more he gave in to his erratic emotional reactions, the more miserable and depressed he became. Haven't you experienced that? I have. He used the Instagram account to announce his shortcomings to the world. He put his true self out there for everyone else to see. Man, that takes courage. He would call himself out when he was acting selfishly. He would be honest about his actions. That was a huge step in the right direction. And then he began to connect with other fathers that had the same shortcomings. Other men gave him encouragement and strength. So we're bringing Kyle on here to talk about this community that he's built around really himself and his own shortcomings. And then he built it into a seven-figure business, people. Like, how cool is that? So we're going to get into the business side of it. We're going to get into the story side of it. But let's meet the man. Kyle, welcome to your first 100K Top 100 Podcast in Entrepreneurship. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Hello, Joseph. Hello. Um, so stoked to meet you. We had a connection. We definitely felt some some hair raise on our arms when we spoke. Um, there was there was something special there, man. So thanks for inviting me on. Um, this is a culmination at this point in my life of a transition period from fireman, servant, with a ceiling and a feeling of something missing to my life exploding with purpose. Hmm. And All now, right. Every man listening right now wants that. Yep. But doesn't know how to get it. Here's the best part. Once you find that, you can give it to others. Man. That's what I've found. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we're going to get into how you actually found that. Okay. But before we do, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. And I know you share everything, but what's one thing we don't know? Yeah, that's a hard one. Um, I, I I don't talk about it much, but uh, I write a lot of music um, and record in the studio on a regular basis. Uh, people kind of trip on that because I put an album out this year. It's, you know, it's it's amateur. It's okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's, a, uh, it's a meditation for me, you know? Yeah. And I've been playing guitar and writing music for a long time. And uh, yeah, sometimes people are surprised. That's cool, man. All right, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. How do you, as this man that I described in your intro there, by the way, that was an excellent intro I did. I, I just got to say, like, like that was, dude, that was like really spot on, man. I was like reading it off your website, but spinning it, right? Because it was in third person or first person. I had to turn into third person real time. Like that was, that was on point. So, uh, how did that man, the before Kyle 1.0 become this Kyle 3.0 with exploding with purpose? Like, tell us that story, take us back in time. Talk to us about that. We're going to find a lot of business tips, a lot of wisdom in this story, and then we'll get into the business business stuff. Okay. But go for it. 
well, we got to go, we, we got to go way back. Uh, so I, I was raised in a good family. It was a Mormon family. I was raised Mormon. I was raised, raised very religious, very disciplined, which was good for me. Um, and it was a good childhood. My parents were good to me. I rode skateboards a lot, obsessed, obsessed with skateboarding. I mean, just the, the push and the risk and the incredible reward of watching the board on your feet in the air, catch on your feet. And then somehow by some miracle, you actually land this and ride away. It was just, I loved that. And I still love that. And I think I still love that in every other aspect of life, including the entrepreneur life, right? Because what we do is impossible. <laughs> There's a trick called an impossible, which is cool. So punk rock, skateboarding, surf all through my childhood. And I was considered what some people call the golden boy. Things pretty, pretty much worked out for me. Why? I was positive, man. Mm-hmm. People thought things worked out for me. I went through some shit as a kid. I just didn't even notice it. I just pile drive right through it with a smile on my face. That was my demeanor. Mm-hmm. And I learned young that like, your positive demeanor and acceptance of life turns you into, you want to be the golden boy? Just accept hardship for what it is as a blessing and push right through it. I learned that through skateboarding, bro. Mm. Like, what a lesson to learn. So I then I go on a mission, Mormon mission. And I applied my skateboarding to the mission, meaning like I knocked a lot of doors, bro. Mm-hmm. skipped a lot of lunches and just got a lot of doors slammed in my face and a lot of people just hated me i got used to getting hated for what i believe mm. and um you know that's so good though because talk about awesome training for entrepreneurship for business for cold calling for sales yeah. i mean like oh. yeah couldn't have asked for better free education let's go yeah, I mean, and I'll tell you this, like, I don't prescribe to the uh, religious box, but the militant approach of being in that situation for two years, where you had to be up at a certain time, you had to study at this time, you had to hit the streets at this time. And and like, your whole life was focused on other people. Mm. You did not matter at all. And I loved that. I loved that sense of purpose in service. So the two years are over, I come home, get a real job at a bank as a bank teller. And that was okay, but there was a lack of purpose immediately. Mm. I was like, where's this fire of service? Mm. I guess that was it, right? And, you know, I would still serve in church and with youth programs and things like that um, and try to be a good person. Um, moved up in the bank, did pretty well. Um, my wife and I had a couple kids, bought our dream house, um, got into finance about 2006, seven, and we were doing real good, man. We were good. We had our, had a skate park in the backyard. I'm now like 26, 27. We, we made probably, probably pulled in a good 250, 300, close to 300 that year. 401k was looking good. 2008 boom all my fears all my worst fears came to pass i lost everything my houses my cars my 401k all my savings um just gonzo exploded and i and i cried like a baby one day driving home from the bank i remember just crying in my car just asking god why why did you take it from me my worst fear 
so my wife and I moved into my wife's parents' house, like tail between my legs, with two little ones and one on the way at the time. Oh. Yeah. That's right where I am right now. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Like, just reset button. Let's go. You know? So we made a decision, my wife and I. Well, we have an opportunity. And I thought, man, I, I want to serve. I want to, I want that feeling back. And uh, I thought, man, I always wanted to be a fireman. You know, I want to risk it all for, for people, for others. So my wife was like, well, go for it. Let's do it. I mean, we got nothing to lose now. I went and got a job as an EMT driving an ambulance for like eight fifty an hour. Mm. I'll get ripped on by like the 21 year old who's been there for six months telling me how stupid I was because I was making wrong turns. I'm a 28 year old man. I made $300,000 the year before. And then I got this guy just ripping on me, telling me he's not going to pass me as an ambulance driver. God, thank you for humility. <laughs> Bro, it was gnarly. I just, I would go and and then, so, and then I'm like, okay, well, what do I got to do? I got to go to, I got to get some fire experience. So I volunteered at a fire department, went through their academy. Now at this point, I'm 28 years old. Um, I went to EMT school. I'm, now I'm driving that box. I'm volunteering at this place, hanging out with a bunch of 22 year olds. And uh, now I'm going on ride alongs with paramedics for free doing 24 to 48 hours a week on top of the work and paramedic school. And I mean, it, I never was, I was never home. It was seven days a week, 48 out, 24 hours a day. Just, wow. I was never spending the night at home because I was either on ride alongs or I was at the firehouse. And that was, that was about three years. What was that like on your marriage? If you don't mind me asking. My wife said, gee, bro. She what? It was hard on my marriage. Yeah. It was hard on my marriage, but my wife is, she, she won't go nowhere, bro. She wasn't going nowhere. And, and here's why, because my actions gave her hope. Even when I was an asshole, even when I wasn't showing up like I should, and I can make, give you a laundry list of that, but I was committed to giving her a better life and she knew it. So she had hope even in the darkest times. I realized that a woman just needs hope for a better future and she'll hang in there. The second hope is gone and, and it feels like we're stagnant, we're stuck. This is it. They're gone. Or you're miserable forever. Right? Yeah. When she sees her man mentally quit. Yes. Yeah. That's it. It's one thing I never did. I never slowed down one bit. And that kept our marriage together. Not perfect not beautiful at times but together through the darkest times she's like i know we're getting somewhere mm -hmm. feel right yeah so when i'm th uh, three years into that i apply all over i've been working as a paramedic pissing blood every day because i didn't realize how stressful that job was i was like Phew, if i would have known my gosh i get hired in thornton colorado as a firefighter paramedic um been a paramedic at that point for six months part-time and really still didn't know what I was doing. And they just annihilated me, bro, for like three years. I had like ex-military guys on the truck with me and they just beat every weakness out of me, like emotionally crushed. 
I, fire, hey, firemen are so good at this. They're just so good at this. Like this, it sounds, this, these stories sound so stupid, but at the time you're really concerned about losing your job, right? And being accepted by the men. Am I good enough for this? Like, can I, can I, can I do this job? Because I seem to be screwing everything up because everyone keeps telling me how terrible I am and pointing out every mistake that I make from driving to how I did the IV to how I grabbed the tool out of the truck to how I put the fire out with the hose to how I cut an, an apple. Like everything is critical, right? And so See, that, just, that was my childhood, so I get it. <laughs> dude, this is, there's something about going through something like that and bringing that to entrepreneurship, I would say at the time, like it can be devastating. It can create some like long-term messed up stuff in your head, but some of that stuff benefits you as it carries over. Yeah. Once so, you filter out all the negative head trash, what's left is like pure diamonds. It is because you are invincible, bro. Like nothing can hurt you. And you're like to take a critique. You're like, Okay, thank you. Perfect. Yep. And you're just sifting information out of people critiquing you. And you can sense whether something's nonsense or if someone's got gold nuggets in there and you can start to sift it out. Yeah. Right. Um, and and so that that and it and it purged a lot of my weaknesses, just being late, um, having awareness of making messes around me. See, because in my house with my wife. You know, there were times when she would be crying in the bathroom and I thought, this chick's crazy, man. Like I married a crazy one. I didn't look in the mirror. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice the dishes that were piling up, the trash, the kids that needed their diapers changed, that she was working also. And yet she had to carry the house as the dad and the mom. I was just another kid. Mm. You know, I'd go, I'd go to the firehouse and come home and be like, whew. Man, I'm tired. I worked my 48 hour shift. Now I have four days off to rest. Bro, there is no rest as a father. Get that out of your head right now. Delete it. If you think you deserve any rest or time off, you're going to be a half assed dad. That's a fact. Just stop. It's not about you anymore. We do the most, we need the least. That makes people mad. But wasn't that Jesus? Mm. We do the most. We need the least. I'm here to serve you. I need nothing from you. That's a father. People say, but you do have needs. I can't control that. I can't control you. I can't control what you give me. All I control is what I give you. And I can teach you and show you what leadership is. And if I do it right with the right intent, you will follow. That's what I've seen in my family. That's what I've seen with my kids and my wife is that I stepped up, stopped giving needy energy to my family, requiring nothing and just serving them. I learned that at the firehouse. Mm. How did that, what was the result of that at home? Like what shifted when you shifted, when oh. you started to show up that way as servant yeah. rather than I'm here to be served? Well, my wife opened up to a level I didn't even know was possible. Tell like us more. Our, our connection. See, there's this, and, and this is deepening even more. And I, we'll talk about this as, as what I've learned this last year as well, but we started to just 
respond. And why? Because she knew that I had her back with every little detail of life and she had mine. Meaning when stress increased in her life, that I was aware and I made, I took action. Meaning if the baby had a dirty diaper, I got it. I don't wait for her. When I walk past the trash, it gets taken out. There's dishes in the sink, they're done. I ask her how she's doing, how she's feeling. How can I help her? She does the same for me. I know this sounds so basic, but this is, so is working out and eating right, but very few people do it, right? It's just a reminder to tell you, look at how you're treating each other. Take a deep breath and just reset because you've forgotten. How do I know that? Because I work with hundreds of men and every single one of them I talk to has forgotten. And the only way we remember is to remind each other, you know, mm. that's in place. So powerful. And Startup Nation, you know, you may be asking yourself right now, well, what does this have to do with me making more money, with me growing my business? Well, the answer is everything. Everything. Okay. Because your home, your family is your foundation. And if it's broken and breaking, well, guess what? Your footing is unstable. So when you show up in your workplace and you're trying to build your empire, but your footing is off, how far are you going to go? How much are you going to grow? Like this is the key that so many of us men, I think, miss is get yourself right, then get your home right, then your business will get right. Your finances will get right. Like you got to get that right in your own head. Yep. So you Kyle's talking about that. Go ahead, Kyle. You can go make a ton of money. Like go ahead. Yeah. Just, just get more miserable as your bank account grows. It'll be great. You, you'll just keep seeking and seeking and building. Your bank account will grow and you'll be like, huh, I feel worse than I did last year. Maybe if I just make a little more money. That's it. And just spend more time away from my family. That's the man trap right there. Yeah. That's exactly it. And Startup Nation, you know people like this. They just keep chasing and filling this empty void. And it's a bottomless pit. And that's why many successful people at the top, you see them crash rapidly. From the top. Why is that? Because they made it to the top like a rocket ship, but they had no foundation to last underneath them. None. I mean, I, I call it with my guys, I call it the Tom Brady effect. Not to pick on Tom, but, you know, he's the relevant guy in the news right now. Like he mastered his craft, mastered it ring after ring after ring. He's mastered the game. But he forgot some stuff along the way his wife, his kids. And now he's losing them, lost them. Man, there's a lot of consequence. Can he bring it back? Sure, he could bring back some parts of it, but it will never be the same as it could have been. Right? That's the Tom Brady effect. And so many people are going through it right now. They're in it. They're literally men, you men, are driving your wife and kids off a cliff and you refuse to hit the brakes. You just accept it as, well, this is the way it is. I'm not actually in control of my own vehicle. So here we go. It's the doom and gloom. Kyle, speak to this baby. Come on. Where's your heart? Where's your heart? 
You know, if your if your heart is in service and love for your family and a powerful connection with your wife and kids, you can lose everything and it doesn't matter. You know what that means? It means you can you can be free. You can be free to be creative. You can be free to make mistakes. You can be free to be aggressive in business. And you're not worried about anything. You're, you'll burn it down. You'll build it again. Why? Because your foundation, everything that matters is steady. Mm. And everything you actually get that's important out of life comes from those relationships. And guess what? They don't care either. That's what you need to build in your home with your leadership is this understanding that like, we don't need anything but each other. Mm. My wife, it's our 20th anniversary. We're sitting in the most expensive restaurant I've ever been in my life. It was like a $1,200 like meal. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but I'm like, we're on the beach. I'm going to, we had a great year. It's 20 years. I'm going to spend some money on you, baby. We're going to spoil you this year. And I go, Hey, uh, Hey babe, listen, I'm, we could live very comfortably right now, but we have a message. And my plan is to push that message and to aggressively risk what we have to make it grow. Mm. I want to make sure you're okay with that. She said, she said, baby, I'll live in a trailer and work at Trader Joe's and we'll be just fine. Man, as a man to know your wife's got your back like that and puts so much trust in you. That's jet fuel, bro. And you know what? Why she says that? Why? Because she knows that this guy ain't going to quit. Mm -hmm. right? She's like, cool. She knows in her head, yeah, we'll be in this trailer for like a few months. Right. We're going to crush it because yep. the slingshot effect from, from this, we've been there before, man. Mm -hmm. We've had some of the greatest years in the darkest, poorest moments with the empty fridge, like trying to put change at the gas station just to fill up our gas tank to get to the firehouse, man. Like some of our best years were those years. So we don't fear it anymore. The fear is the thing that'll hold us back the most. Mm. All right, Startup Nation, we're getting into some stuff today, but good stuff, right? Kyle's reminding us, be willing to risk and lose the things that don't matter for the ones that do matter. Like that's the shift in your head that needs to happen. Your wife, your kids, they matter. Don't lose them. Risk everything else. Yep. And yep. know that when they see dad, husband fighting for them, they're, they're with you all the way. When they see dad, husband fighting for other people to win, fighting for money, fighting for putting other things over them, they're not with you. That's where you lost them. But there's hope you could get them back. It's just a shift. It's a shift. It's a reset, as Kyle said. All right, so we've talked some family stuff. We've talked some mindset stuff. Hey, Kyle, let's talk some money stuff, man. Let's talk some business. All right, you built a seven-figure business here, all right? Helping men, serving men, 
to be superhuman fathers. And I'm guessing epic husbands, yeah? Because the two go together. Have to. All right, you can't be a superhuman father unless you are treating their mother the way she deserves. Foundation. That's yep. foundation, okay? So we got to put that together in this conversation. So Kyle, your family's on board. You're risking it all. You're aggressive. You're going out there, man. How are you building this? Like, what did you do right? And then where did you trip once or twice in a big way with yeah. your business? And, and where am I tripping right now, too? Yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> so I'm in the firehouse. My mm-hmm. wife has been doing a small online fitness business called Warrior Mom Fitness for five years or so, part-time, Sweet. right? Um, I, My wife and I have always been into fitness um more so the 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 last 10 years or so i had some injuries that i rehabbed out of and i saw the the miracle of healing that came from rehab and physical activity and through that i learned nutrition i learned how to stay lean amidst the stresses of life even with kids with job with Mm. I, i learned how to simplify my life to be able to have the body that i want as i grow older it's like wow that's a really cool skill to have. Well, what happens when you have results? People start clamoring. Hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. That question a lot. So in the, especially in the firehouse. So I built a, uh, I used the app that my wife used, built a system out for the guys at the firehouse. And I started training for free for years. And uh, they'd call me coach. And I always kind of laughed. I'm like, I'm not a coach. I'm a fireman. Right. It was just a, kind of a joke to me coach um and then i had a a a coach that told me he's like bro what are you doing you need to take this to the world you have this epic instagram called superhuman fathers which is a million a hundred million dollar brand and you have and you train people so hey bro put the two together i was like i don't know i don't get it (laughs) that's how it was man it was like such simple concepts but i was just like you know like I don't know. I'm an employee. Like, I don't. Okay. So I went on the Instagram and I just said, Hey, I'm here's some transformations that I've had with my guys at the firehouse. Anybody want a piece of this? And it was like 30 guys right away. Just like, boom, had a fitness business. What was the offer that you put out there? The offer was very simple. It was like $300 a month. And then I'd give them workouts, nutrition, and I'd get them ripped. That was it. It was literally that simple. So 30 guys said, yes, that's nine G's a month. <sighs> Happened pretty quick to get to the hundred thousand. But the, what was that before that? 10 years of buildup of practice and training people for free. Right. Mm. Never asking for a dollar from anyone. So I got really good at my craft and I had the transformations already. I had social proof. And I didn't even know I was gathering it. Mm-hmm. Right. So now people are like, man, you came out of nowhere. How'd you do that? Overnight success. Of- and yes. you're like, yeah, 10 years of overnights putting in the work. <laughs> yeah. You know, because if you have psychotic social proof and you are a dynamic individual that gets along with people and has, has a personality that lends itself to leadership and you live the message that you teach. I mean, that's all you need. Your people will find you, but it's hard when you don't have any social proof. 
because people are like, ah, I mean, I like you, but like, what can you do? You're like, well, I'll tell you. They're like, well, show me. You're like, well, I did it for myself. And they're like, can you do it for other people though? Yeah, because they're like, well, you're different. Yeah, yeah, you're genetically like special. Yeah. You're the you know? golden boy. Yeah, yeah. Or they're like, you're on steroids or something. You know, like there's always like there's something that there's just right. the back of their mind, you know. And so you got to do them the favor of giving them belief. And belief comes in the form of proof. And once you pile on enough proof, man, now they don't have a way out. Now mm. you're just like, you told me what you want. You told me you're miserable. You told me that this bothers you every day. And I do you do you not believe that I can deliver? No, I believe you can't. So you don't believe in yourself. Is that the problem? Because let me show you some stories of people just like you that said the exact same thing to me. I have them. You can read them. They're right here. Read them. And then they see themselves in those people. And they're like, that's me. I'm like, I know. I know how to pull you out of this darkness. I got you. And they're just like, okay, whatever, whatever you need, let's go. Right? It's, mm. it's the belief, man. If you can give people belief, they will follow you. You know? And it can't be fake or it won't last and it won't grow. Because you can give someone some fake belief, but if you can't follow through with your promise, your business ain't going to last, right? You got to fulfill. You got to make them feel something forever with you every time they're around you. It's powerful. Now, so many times as coaches, we run into, um, I can't afford it. Man, I want this, Kyle. I need this. You're right. I'm making excuses. I don't believe myself. I'm ready, but I don't have the money. I can't afford it, Kyle. I'm sure you got this enough times. How do you address that with these people? Because there's so many people in my audience that hear this day in and day out from their potential clients. They don't trust you or they don't trust themselves. That's what this is. They don't have sufficient belief, right? And so you have to go back to the all those things I just said. Like, did you give them sufficient proof? Did you connect with them on an emotional and spiritual level? And if you did, and the truth is, they're like, man, I just don't have the money. Mm -hmm. Well, then you're like, well, if I can make this affordable for you, would you do it? Absolutely. Okay, well, what's affordable to you? Like, mm -hmm. let's talk about it, right? Because mm -hmm. like, like, like right now for me, a year for membership into the Brotherhood and coaching for a year, it's only 5,300 bucks. So like, if your engine breaks... Like you got to get to work. You're, you're going to fix it. Right. So like, you'll I find to, it. I have to help them see that their life is broken and that we're going to give them a new engine to their life. Like, mm. have to, if they don't see that, like anytime I get off a call and someone like wants it and they said they want it. And then at the end, they, there's a disconnect. And I'm like, I don't know. Like they just, I, I don't, at some, I'm, I look back and I'm like, I didn't find the pain deep mm. enough. And I didn't restate that pain back to them. And I didn't make that show them that that pain was with them all the time. And that I could take that pain away. Like I might like tell some great stories and inspire them. We cry together and we get to the end and I'm like, they're going to buy for sure. Mm -hmm. And I pitch and they're like, I got to talk to my wife. And I'm like, okay, well talk to your wife. Uh, and she's cool with it. Like, is there anything else holding you back? Uh, you know, I don't know the money and okay, well, and then you go through these, you keep hitting mm -hmm. these objections. I go back. I'm like, you didn't really hit on that pain. Like enough. Like, yeah. We didn't, 
when the thing that really gets them, depending on like, especially if you're selling fitness or anger problems or marriage problems, right? How often does this irk at you or bother you or ruin your life? And if you can get them to say every day, which like, usually if you have a gut hanging over your pants, that bothers you every day. How often does it bother you? They're just like, every day. It's like, okay, that's who I'm looking for. I'm looking for you, you know? And what, what am I trying to do here? I'm trying to change this man's life because I know what I'm capable of and I know what our brotherhood does. Mm. And remember, I did this for free for a decade and I still do it for free all the time. The money comes because you are willing to help people for free, right? And and I don't mean in your system. You can't give all your time away. You, you can't. But in this conversation, I'm going to give you the opportunity to make a decision. And I'm going to push you. And I'm going to make it uncomfortable. And I'm going to make you face a lot of your fears and insecurities. And I'm going to do you that favor. And in the end, if you don't pull the trigger... I'm going to give you everything I can on this call so that hopefully when you leave, you'll make some sort of change. Mm. But I don't care about your money on this call. You go back in the business world. Yes. Like I have to, like, we got to make things happen. We got to, we got to set things up so that funds come in. But in this call with this person, I don't care about the money. You cannot have needy energy with your wife, with your kids, with your friends. In your sales calls, needy energy will destroy everything. That's a powerful point right there. Go a little deeper with that for all our coaches out there, our business owners that show up with hard times in their own life and then bring those hard times, that neediness, that desperation that the potential client can feel through the call. They like jump on these calls with that there, thinking that it's hidden. The the other person doesn't see it. They don't feel that needy energy. Like speak a little deeper about that and how to get rid of it instantly on their next call. Willingness and acceptance. So I'm willing to go through whatever hell it takes to help these people. Meaning whatever I whatever contraction I have to go through in my own life, sell my car, sell my house, move into a smaller apartment. Like you are better off having less expenses and not needing this money. Right? Now, if you find yourself in a position where you need this money to pay the bills so your kids eat, I understand this. But I also understand when you are living your purpose that it will be provided for you. Trust. Just trust that it will be provided for you to the very last second, you know, and worst case scenario, I have to go dig ditches at night to feed my family. And I have no problem with that for a while or forever acceptance and willingness. So there's, oh, oh no, we're going to lose everything. Well, go work a night job at freaking seven. Well, I won't get any sleep. I didn't sleep for the first year of building this thing. I was a fireman working three, four days a week, 24-hour shifts, sometimes not sleeping for four days straight, coming straight home to my family, had to love up on them, and then I had to work another 16-hour day for four days before I went back to the firehouse. This stuff does not come free. There is sacrifice involved, and if you want to be a business owner that grows something amazing to seven figures plus, there will be massive sacrifice you have to accept the fact that you're different 
and you can handle more than most humans. Startup Nation, Kyle's punching us in the throat here. I'm just saying. Now, there's ladies on this call that are married to these men. And they're like, oh my gosh, can you speak to my husband, Kyle, please? He needs to hear this. But then there's a lot of single moms that listen to my show that run businesses that are wearing both the hats of both parents. What do you want to say to that mom out there right now who's listening where she's like, Kyle, I I think it's amazing, but I don't have that aggressive energy, that masculine aggressive energy that you have, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes for my babies. And I work those two different jobs and the night shifts or whatever as I run my business on the side. Like, what do you want to say to her? I want to say, I don't feel sorry for you at all. You're a savage. Like you're living it. You're right in the war. Like God bless you. Like this is life. This is the life. So you, a lot of times you feel sorry for yourself. Now, why me? This is so hard. You know what's happening to you? You're being molded into such an indestructible savage. Like this is how we become. Like we have to be forged with pain and fire and stress and darkness like, this is the only way. There's no other way. Otherwise, things are easy. Like, maybe you could have a husband that makes all this money and you get to, like, sleep 12 hours a night. You don't have to work. And you get to shop all day. Like, is that your purpose? Is that your purpose in life? Or is your purpose to become more than that? That's what I would say. It's powerful. It's a question to sit with. That's why I did the pregnant pause there. It's like, let that, that question land. That's for all of us. Kyle, marketing. What has been your number one marketing strategy for growing your brand? Connecting on Instagram. Got number it. one. And how do you do that? You be real and vulnerable and you tell your true story and your true feelings and you don't try to be someone else. You just be yourself and the things that you're the most uncomfortable to share, you share those and people just connect, you know, and then you speak, you speak your truth. Even when it pisses people off and it offends people, people start hating on your pages and telling you that they want you to die in a fiery car crash. Like, don't be afraid of the hate, man. You're going to get some. And like, it's just a, it's a reflection of you going in the right direction. You know, the harder you can go with your message, the more people will resonate with it and the more hate you'll get. Mm. Yeah. Well, listen, the darkness hates the light. So when you show up as salt and light in the darkness around the world, expect to be hated people. Like yeah. you're offending the darkness and some people choose to cling to darkness. It's just, it's unfortunate, but it's what's so. I know I, I did at certain seasons of my life, yeah. All right, so number one success habit that you use is to, to stay motivated, to stay at peace, and to take consistent action in your life. What are you doing? Simple, simple. Early wake-ups, workouts, nutrition, emotional control. That's it. Like if you're getting up early at the same time every day, you have a system in the morning 
where you're, you're getting things done immediately. You go and take care of your body. And then throughout the day, you're watching what you eat. You have a nutrition plan and you're aware of your emotional responses in business and in family. You're going to have a great life. Like, because when, when do we mess it up? It's when thing, things get a little sketchy in the marriage. Maybe the wife comes at you a little bit. Maybe the kids are being a little extra aggressive. That's when we start yelling, screaming, causing problems in our family. In our business, we start blaming other people. Stop. We don't take responsibility. How hard is it just to be like, hey, sorry, I must have not explained that right. Oh, that's my fault. You know, maybe you lose 100 freaking grand. Mm -hmm. Like, get over it. It's your fault. Somebody made a mistake. You hired the wrong guy. Like, it's all your fault. We're so afraid to say it's my fault. Why? It's all ego. Like, why, why are we so afraid of that feeling? Well, you don't, you should, that's not your fault. I mean, you shouldn't take that. That's not your fault. We're always trying to protect people from fault. Mm -hmm. I say, take the fault, steal the fault, my fault, all my fault and, and stop worrying about it. Like that will. Well, I think what you're saying is, is huge because when you start to like pursue the fault, like to take it on yourself, you free yourself from the fear of being at fault. Yeah. <laughs> and within that freedom, you're, you have lightness and you can operate different than everyone else who's fearing being at fault. I do a little shift in language for people that seems to help, but I'm like, listen, it's not your fault. It's not your fault, but it is 100% your responsibility to like take that. this on. Yeah. Like, and you need to get that. Like, yep. right, because we're, the fault is a trigger word because it, you know, how some of us were raised, Yeah, for sure. it's a trigger word. And yep. so if, when you remove the emotional trigger from it, it disarms it. It's like disarming a, a grenade and now it's just a dud. Yeah. Yeah. Just like re rewrite the story. With a rewrite the story. Right. So it's your responsibility, all those things. And it's like, ask yourself that startup nation. When things go wrong in your life, relationships, you have conflict or whatever, just don't look at the other person. Just say, what was my part in that? What was my responsibility in this? I got one right now with my business. Like Tell right us. now. Okay. So I'm in this position where I've been pushing, right? I had that conversation with my wife. Well, I may have got a little over my skis. So I hired a lot of people and I paid them bases and I paid them too much. Oh and uh, this is like in the last 90 days or so, you know, so now I'm sitting here with guys that were committed to me and I'm looking at my bottom line. We had an epic month last month, mm -hmm. you know, about 150,000 last month. And uh, there was no profit. There was mm -hmm. no negative, right? And so now I'm going through the numbers and I'm like that. I got a little aggressive, right? Mm -hmm. um, luckily, I'm surround myself. And another tip for you, do not do this on your own. Like. I'm part of Wake Up Warrior Council. Um, I I connect with Wes Watson all the time. He's he's like the beginning for me. Um, I just talked to Andy Elliott yesterday, who was ripping me a good one. <laughs> like, but I love those guys, and I love I love being connected with them, um, and having their their words of wisdom amidst your growth. See, because I can fix this pretty easily. It's going to be painful mm -hmm. because I have to make some decisions and and what i'm going to end up doing is going all commission based mm -hmm. all my employees yeah now i now i get that right because why shouldn't they carry the risk like i do mm -hmm. otherwise 
they can't help but get comfortable. Yeah. You took away their hunger, which is fuel. That's, That's their fire. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, um, so that was a learning experience for me that sure. I'm in the middle of right now that I have to just readjust. No, that was a $150,000 education. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember I told my wife I burned it down? Well, I am. You know? so we'll just reverse engineer it a little bit. and But those lessons are so powerful going forward. You know, um, one of the things Andy told me yesterday is like, first, talk to your wife. Yeah. Consult with your wife. What does she want? And and how how has the last 90 days affected her? Because mm. that's what meant. And then and then uh and then I work with my brother who's like he'll slit his throat for me. He's the man. And he's like, then talk to him, then make the moves. It's like it's always something so simple, but you're like, so, oops, I skipped one of those steps. <laughs> now yeah. wonder it's crashing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's so funny. It's good. And, and especially when you true, like, I truly want to grow this for the message. Like I have to, I have to grow this. So, so I was willing to just invest it all back, but um, talking to like uh, a good 16, 17 millionaires over the past week, they're just like, yeah, you, you're, you're bleeding. You need to stop the Yeah, yeah. Stop hemorrhaging, bro. Hey, we appreciate your aggressive attack, yeah. but that's not business. Yeah. We respect it. We don't recommend it. We respect yeah. it though. They're like, hey, <laughs> thanks for showing us what happens when you do that. Cause <laughs> is it okay if I use your story in my coaching? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. We've been speaking with Kyle Carnahan, uh, and he is the founder, creator of Superhuman Fathers. He is one himself. He's living out the message authentically in his own life, and he's duplicating, multiplying this message into the lives of others. If you've resonated with him the way I have, and you want to connect with him deeper, he's about to tell you how to go ahead and take that next step and, and engage with him in some way. But before we do that, Startup Nation, welcome to our favorite part of the show, Kyle. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show without the prizes. Are you ready, sir? Oh, you are the prize, Joseph. Let's go. What's your favorite thing about owning your own business, being an entrepreneur? Oh, freedom and adventure, my friend. Yeah, I like that you had an adventure. What's your least favorite thing? Oh, least favorite. Oh, the uh, just all the technical aspects of running a business, man, and the, the taxes and the paperwork and the CRMs. Admin. Admin. Oh, Go admin. away. Oh. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently challenged with right now, either professionally or personally? Oh man, just, just, I'm always trying to go a little deeper with my discipline in my, in really in nutrition and what I put in my body. So like, I, I, I'm a fireman. I put those nicotine pouches in for like 10 years, not, not the tobacco ones, but the nicotine ones, you know? And, um, I had like six weeks ago, I just had this feeling like, you got to get rid of these. They own me. And I was like, oh, shoot. Got rid of those. And then the next message was all Whole Foods now. No more, no more, 
no more cakes, cookies, candy, no more protein bars, all whole foods. And I was like, but I'm itching already. I'm twitching because I want some dopamine. And now we're taking this away. And it was like, that was the message. And so I'm like six weeks in on, on uh, no mm. nicotine, all whole foods. And, and I usually control the amount of food I eat. But now that I'm all whole foods and I have this itch, I'm eating too much. And I'm mm. like, now I'm trying to bring back, you know, the control of the amount of food. So we're, I'm just always been finding spiritual growth in discipline over nutrition. Mm. You know, it's interesting because you can find spiritual growth in disciplining your physical self, right? Yes. Like yep. for, for real there. Okay. What are you most afraid of? Probably losing one of my kids. I get that. Maybe, what, maybe not you not utilizing the time. Yeah. Yes. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? Um, too much time uh, trying to do everything by myself. Mm. What would have been one, the biggest uh, shift if you could go back and do your first year over, what would you have changed? One thing. Uh, I would have left the firehouse earlier. Because I right now I'm on a leave of absence. And I, I should have... I, sh I, I, <laughs> I probably lost 10 years of my life doing all that. But you don't know. You just don't know. Mm. Yeah, I get that. What secret fear do you have about people? Uh just a natural people pleaser, man. Like, especially when I get close to them, just, I hate disappointing people. I mm. really do. Um, and I'm going to be doing some of that today. <laughs> <laughs> Those darn salaries. Uh, what do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Oh, um, having a CRM man. And like, actually, because I, I was using notepads. It was like a churn and burn. Like you either want it or you don't peace out. I'll never see you again. So, I mean, there were just thousands of people I talked to that I don't know who they are or where they are. And it mm. would have been very useful. Now. Yeah. So that sounds like you made a huge shift from a transactional business to a relational business. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much. Yeah. It was just me, a notepad and like no idea how, what I was doing. <laughs> What's the new habit you're going to create this year? Um, that was, man, all that's the all, all whole foods this whole year, bro. Yeah. Not, got not it. one yesterday, my son, I'm on the phone. I'm on a sales call walking around. My son hands me a potato chip and I, I just put it in and I was like, what? I spit it out. I was like, Oh, you almost got me. It's been six weeks, man. It's so funny. <laughs> What's a bad habit you go in a break this year? Oh man, that's the, the, the freaking nicotine, bro. That was nicotine, baby. Let's go. Two uh -huh. for two. Uh -huh. yep. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Ah, uh, loving, driven, and adventurous. Pick three words to pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Scared aggressive but tapped in man tapped in mm. and last question 
Kyle, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your wife, your kids in the eye, and tell them only one piece of advice about true success in life and business, what would you say to them? Character and integrity. That's it. It's the only thing that matters. All right. We've been speaking with Kyle Carnahan. And Kyle, I want you to give Startup Nation a homework assignment for this week. What is one action they must take if they want the better future that they desire? Okay. Ready? All right. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to everybody, but mostly the men, obviously superhuman fathers, right? So uh, right now, plan a date for your wife. Do one of two things. Uh, get, a, get a restaurant. You can do both. And put flowers on the table. Put flowers, rose petals on the table with candles. Stupid, I know. But just watch. Um, and then also or schedule a dance class with your wife and go dancing. Learn how to dance with your wife. Do that on Friday night. Um, and then every day this week, text your wife how much you love and appreciate her, either in a video or a text or in, write it write it on a freaking banana like, every single day. Like, literally do that. Watch, watch your life completely change. Those two things. You know, it's so true. And, and there's going to be a few of you men that say, what does that even have to do with my business? And again, the answer is the same. Everything. Because when you draw closer to your wife, and she becomes your number one supporter. Man, you are fueled up like like just fire in your business, right? Because you're now steadying your foundation. And yep. your launch is going to be higher because your launch pad is stable. This is key. Many of you have rocky launch pads. It's all over the place. It's got cracks in it, right? There's weeds growing through it. Like it's, it's terrible looking. Like you should be embarrassed. You need to clean up that foundation, your launch pad, and just rocket after rocket, you can launch off in your life. Like it's it's a beautiful thing. All right, Startup Nation, uh, we have been speaking with Kyle. He's been delivering value service to you. If you've enjoyed this episode as much as I did, please go to Apple Podcasts, stitcher.com or first100k.com write kyle a honest review about the value he added to you in your life if we like what you write we're going to give you a shout out live on the show like i'm about to do for dr amanda hellman who was a guest on my show and she just wrote a five-star review she wrote incredible content and value on your first 100k podcast i enjoyed hearing the different highs and lows from speakers on the journey to their first six figures, uh, the transparency of this podcast, I really appreciate. So thank you, Dr. Amanda, for your five-star review. Go write yours right now. Kyle, where does Startup Nation go to connect and engage with you in a deeper way? What do you got for them? Uh, come to Instagram. This is going to be huge. Super At Superhuman Fathers, DM me um, and you, we can have whatever conversation you want. I'm a voice text guy, so don't be alarmed when I just keep talking to you. Oh, you know, and and, it, and I hit you within five seconds of you DMing me. So, <laughs> and then you can also go to superhumanfathers.com. You can schedule an interview with myself or a couple of my brothers that help with the initial consultations um, to come and join the brotherhood. And uh, we will hold you accountable to this level and you will have 
one of the most life-changing experiences of your life being part of what we're doing. Kyle, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.